The beauty about delegation is it can move as slow or as fast as you want it to. The biggest barriers that I see with entrepreneurs is they say, it's just easier for me to do it myself. Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Built It podcast. Thank you for joining us, Jenna. You are the founder and visionary of AssistPro, a platform offering executive assistant matchmaking and delegation coaching. Tell us about what led you to launch your business. So great to be here with you, Melanie. Thank you. Launching my business came from a desire to be a more present mom. I was in corporate banking, crying, dropping my children off. I was on the hamster wheel and just for myself, knew that I needed something professional to keep that side of me because I love my professional life, but I also needed to be more available with my children. So I left that and became an assistant to two amazing business coaches and entrepreneurs. And six months later, the path was open. They said, Jenna, we have colleagues that are looking for great assistants. You've got all this experience. Is this something you'd be interested in? And so I started the company, they mentored me all along the way, and it's been an incredible journey. And the amazing realization that came with that is I always felt like a fish out of water in the corporate world, and I didn't realize it until I was in the entrepreneurial world. And it seems like you found the right path for you, and you're not alone. There are so many moms and mothers out there that want to keep that part of their corporate life. And especially when your children are little, it's so hard to try to hold onto that. And good for you for finding what works for you. When your children are little, there's a lot going on and you're very physically tired. But I knew in that season of my life that once that season was gone, it would be gone. And every new season is great, but you never get those other seasons back. So I've always had a very strong awareness of what season am I in and how can I appreciate this for what it is? And so that's been my desire and really was the driving force behind making the jump to become an entrepreneur because I wanted to provide that opportunity for other women. And that's so true. I find myself with younger children thinking, if not now, it doesn't mean never. It doesn't mean that it will never happen. And you're right. That's so much about the seasons that we go through in our life. And I love how you found your business naturally. Yes. It's not necessarily something that you set out saying, I'm going to have this type of business. It just organically happened for you. If I were a client right now joining a CISPRO, walk us through what that would look like. I am a big believer in delegation, and that is how I fell into my business. But I also have such an appreciation for delegation because I was on the receiving side of delegation and saw what that did for my clients. So the value point of that comes from two different directions for me. So that's what I talk about with new clients is, are you looking for help? And why are you looking for an assistant? So we do all executive assistant matching and training and onboarding would really be identifying what it is that you need to get off your plate to help you be the entrepreneur that you want to be working in your zone of genius 90% of the time. We would talk about who you work best with, 
go through a discovery process of what you need to get off your plate, but who is the right person to do that? So we created something called the delegation equation, and it's trust plus process equals great delegation. You're not trusting, you're not going to hand things off of your plate, you're going to tell yourself it's easier to do them. And then if you don't have a good process, you're not going to see a lot of traction with delegating. So we would have a discovery call about that. Then we would identify a few candidates we think are a good match for you because we keep a constant pool of available candidates on our team. And then we would help you get started. And we would set 30, 60, 90 day goals. We would be training your assistant on specific things that you want that support in on the background or in the background. And then we would get you to a point where you graduate out of that. And then you have your assistant. We operate in two different ways. So one is more of a service model where we can be your continual service provider, where that assistant is underneath of us. And if you need transitions or additional assistance, we provide that. We also do where you make that investment into more of a six-month process where we help you get up and running, help you learn the value in that, get the right person, and then you go on your way with your assistant. And that's so great because so often within a business, that's where the business is held back. When you go to work for someone, you think, oh, I want to do a good job. But unless everything is well explained and the system is put in place from a delegation perspective, someone might not know if they're not doing the job exactly the way they should be. Yes, absolutely. A lot of people think, I just need to get this off my plate. I just need to get someone to help me with this. But the biggest thing in understanding the power of delegation is that it is a practice. So putting those things into place, the process, the parameters, the simple one, two, three, and what's important to me and why it's important, putting those boundaries in place for when they need to check in with you when something goes wrong, but continually going through that practice and delegating more and more items, that is what creates great delegation is that practice, the continual action of delegating. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that great delegation actually feeds employee engagement. And because I was on the other side of delegation, right, as an assistant, when I realized the importance of my decision making for my clients that they might not have somewhere to sleep tonight, they might not have a flight somewhere, their wife might not receive flowers from them today for her birthday. That created so much engagement for me, not only engagement, but responsibility and the feeling that I was really making a difference. So now that's what we teach to our clients is when you can continually delegate, you're feeding employee engagement. You're feeding employees that want to stay with you. They want to work harder. And that byproduct is your employees are learning new skill sets, making them more valuable for you and helping to expand their skill set. So it, it actually helps with retention and growth in so many areas that people don't think about just by thinking about, I'm going to delegate these three things off my plate. It's so true. And you're right. Knowing you're making a difference and knowing you're doing what the client wants you to do makes you feel good. That makes you want to do more and more because we all yes. want to feel good about the work we're doing. Otherwise, why not go do something else? Yeah. What's the point? Tell us about EOS entrepreneurial operating systems, and how you and your company help clients achieve it. Yes. So we are big fans of EOS. 
EOS is simply a set of business tools and practices that they can implement to help them get more traction out of the business and to get what they want from the business. By implementing these tools and this process and really a certain set of activities on a very specific and consistent cadence, it helps companies track their measurables and to grow and to really gain traction with their vision. So the original clients that I supported, like I mentioned, they were entrepreneurs and coaches that implemented this system into companies. So my company specifically is a partner or a referable vendor through EOS for their coaches and for companies that are fans of EOS. So EOS is a very simple process to use inside a company that helps you get massive growth. And it really is super helpful to have an assistant that understands that lingo. So that's where we come in of providing assistance in that ecosystem to where we understand the tools, the flow of how things need to happen. And that way your assistant really understands that. But it also is really great because inside of the EOS world, as we call it, there are a set of core values that everyone lives by. And so you're working with really great people and you're working with assistants that are hungry and they want to learn and they're ready to live with a heart of service and provide great experience and service to their clients. So EOS is a phenomenal system. I really love it. I've utilized it in my own business. And I highly recommend anyone that wants to improve their business to look at implementing it. Inside of that, it's really been a great opportunity for me to grow my business specifically because we haven't been out in the big blue ocean looking for any and every client. We laser focused on our niche, which was going super deep with our EOS friends and continuing to support them the best way that we can. So that has really been the biggest contribution to our business success is staying laser focused on who we're servicing and staying within this ecosystem, if you will. And it saved me a ton of marketing dollars, which has been awesome too. Yes. And what I hear you saying is systems and trust. Put trust in the person that you hire. And I always think when hiring a team member, I want to find someone who's excited to do what I'm going to ask them to do because that makes it so much easier for everyone. And then also putting systems in place, because how do you know if anything's operating properly if the right system isn't in place? And so often business owners are so focused on the thing that they like to do within the business that sometimes Mm -hmm. the overall systems can get lost in the process. Absolutely. And focusing on process as well can help deal with sticky people issues. Sometimes we get caught into the emotion of an issue with someone or within an issue. Have we stepped back to say, what is the actual process for this? Have we followed the steps? Where did we meet those? Where did we not? Where did the communication get off track? Because a lot of times it's a miscommunication or a misalignment or something that's off in the process but we get caught into the human emotion of it's not going right. And it also can help if you have people on your team that you think aren't the right fit. 
it can also drive it back to being less emotional and more about the process. And if they aren't able to execute the process, you can love them as a person, but does that mean they're a right fit for that role? And should they be in that role if they're not a right fit for it? So it also provides emotional intelligence to be able to bring that to the situation. It can become an emotional filter for us by leaning into the process. Delegation, we can always improve. If someone wanted to improve their ability to delegate, what is the first thing that you suggest that they do? Yes, I would do what I call a wellness check. So if you are struggling to delegate or want to delegate more, first look at, do you feel comfortable with who you're delegating to? And answer that question honestly, yes or no. If that answer is no, then ask yourself why and answer that question honestly. The next would be implementing a routine practice of delegating every single quarter. So delegate three new things every single quarter until you feel comfortable with it. The beauty about delegation is it can move as slow or as fast as you want it to. So just because you have a list of 100 things that you want to delegate, doesn't mean you need to start with all of those because it's not going to go well. The second is if you have one big project that you really need to get off your plate, only delegate that one thing and think through what's important about it. Why do I need to delegate it? What has to be true in order for this to be successfully delegated? Pick three things. If they're smaller, pick one thing, pick your own comfort level, pick an end date. When do you want to have this delegated by? The other is How can I delegate this in a way to where I don't have to keep it in my brain space? So a lot of people delegate tasks instead of responsibilities. And I see it all the time. If you delegate a task, a one-time thing, you still have to remember to, to tell that person to do the one thing next time it needs to be done. But if you delegate and say, hey, this is now your responsibility to do this one thing every month, every week, every quarter, that's someone else's responsibility to hold the brain space for you. Are you delegating to the right person? Delegate three things per quarter, put an end date on when you want it delegated and delegate it high enough to where it's a responsibility that someone else can take over for you. So you don't keep the brain space. I am so glad I asked this question because I love that you say delegate responsibility and not tasks because we think in our mind, this is a task I need done. Mm -hmm. Always think about it as we're delegating a responsibility. One of the biggest barriers that I see with entrepreneurs is they say, it's just easier for me to do it myself. If you're holding the brain space and you're asking for an individual task to be done every single month, it is easier for you to do it yourself. So that has been a really big piece in helping entrepreneurs unlock the power of delegation is how can I delegate this in a way to where it's someone else's responsibility to do it for me on a routine basis when it needs to be done. You believe in coaching assistants into leadership roles. Share with us more about that. Yes. I'm also in the vacuum of the EOS world and working with a lot of visionaries in companies that are writing books and doing podcasts and pursuing other things rather than being an employee in a business, along with business consultants and business coaches, a lot of fractional leaders as well. So our goal for our executive assistants is to elevate them into a practice manager role, into an operations manager role, because a lot of times our clients, other than visionaries in a company, have a lot of solopreneur-ness to their business. And so the more that we can equip that assistant to become their right hand, to communicate on their behalf with 
marketing people and their accountant and their attorney, it helps them take more leadership and provide more accountability for that client. So the client can truly delegate the responsibility of this is what I want and who I am as a person, how I operate. Can you manage these projects, move them forward, manage the communication with these people to get the information back to me that I want? And so when we can elevate that assistance thinking into leadership, not leadership in managing employees and managing people underneath of them, but more leadership in I am truly the right hand to this person, which means I know that they're going to want me to call and check on this three times before I even say that it's done. Learning those quirks, it's like a leader 2.0 version of yourself, because when you have someone at that level to understand you, how much more can you get done because they're able to execute on the 70% that you need to get off your plate to stay in your zone of genius. Magic happens when we focus on the part of our business and ourselves that brings us joy. What is one thing that you do to make sure that you find and live your joy? So I love business, but one thing that has brought me joy in the last few years is playing tennis. Didn't know that I liked it. Didn't know that I wanted to do it. We decided to move our family to almost 20 acres. So that has been a very big lifestyle adjustment. It's been amazing. We love it. When we moved, I thought I've been growing my business. I was living in a neighborhood and I didn't have the deep kind of relationships that I wanted because my children were tiny. I was building a business. So when we moved, I said, you know what? I need friends. Like I need to do, I need a hobby. I need to do something. So I picked up a tennis racket started playing. And now I have so many amazing friendships and relationships and I love tennis. So that's one thing that brings me immense joy because I'm also competitive. So I always want to win points. It's so fun. I love it. Thank you for joining us, Jenna. You have taught us so much about trust and systems and delegation. And I love the thought of delegating responsibilities instead of tasks, something that's so important to keep top of mind. Please tell us how and where we can find you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. So you can find me at assistpro.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn, Jenna Spencer. I would love to hear from you. If anyone has any questions or needs any help, send me an email, Jenna at assistpro.com. Love to give you a few minutes of my time and help you see where you're at and what you need to take your next step with delegation. Thank you for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me at hello at shebuiltit.com on our She Built It website or at She Built It on social. Thank you to my editor, Rich Streffolino, who always makes us sound good. Until next time, let nothing stop you from experiencing the life and business that you crave. <laughs>